Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Shop Safeway in the new year and save with great deals on local and organic produce, lean meats, and sustainable seafood, plus fresh favorites for the whole family. Safeway makes it easy to start the year out right. This week, get fresh, boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs for only $1.87 per pound. Pass avocados are 75 cents each. And selected varieties of Tombstone or Signature Select Pizza are $2.99 each. Some limits may apply. Safeway. Fresh foods. Local flavors. Ladies and gentlemen, we want you to stand and we want you to make some noise. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go racing here at Knoxville. Only the best go three up. It is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, it's showtime. Have you got a horror Often entertaining, never duplicated, the greatest show on dirt, the to sit back, relax, and enjoy, because ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime! Set to do battle for 30 laps, the green flag is waving! Hello again, it's Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Talking sprint car racing, and we are doing it from the Hercules Tire Studios here in Concord, North Carolina. Steve Post and Aaron Evernham here. Aaron, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad you're back after a special assignment. Special assignment, you know, 2020 stuff. Oh, it's uh, it is all 2020, (laughs) okay? It is so 2020 that... The World Finals is not happening, but yet they're racing, but it's not happening, but yet they're racing, but it's not happening. I had to read the press release like three times, like, all right, wait, so we're, we're doing it, but we're not doing it. Yeah. You well, know, we, were, we were all in studio here yeah. talking, and Craiger and Ashley and I, we were doing stuff for our, for our television show, and Craig got the text, and he said, World Finals are off. And I said, but are they racing there? He said, no, they're off. And I said, no, but are they racing there? He said... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, well, hold on. Let me read. Yeah. And then there was a snafu because the track sent something. And the, yeah, and so it yeah. is. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Social media has been even more interesting oh, than usual. So what we know as of, uh, what is it, 12.02 <laughs> in seven seconds. What we know as of 12.02 is uh, World of Outlaw, NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars, Friday and Saturday, the 6th and 7th of November, which other than the prelim, the qualifying night, that's normal for the World of Outlaw yeah. Sprint Cars. The late models are going to go Wednesday and Thursday. So it's still a big week here in the Carolinas yep. because up at the Millbridge, they have the Keith Coons Give Back Classic. Uh, Tuesday's qualifying in heats, Wednesday's qualifying in the A Main. So you can still come to Charlotte and make a big weekend if you can yeah. get in and figure out how get to do tickets it. And- uh, I saw people were getting some pit passes for the 
not for the world finals, but for the two-day world of outlaw. Last call. Last call. That's what it is. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I think I understand because you have the, the world finals are the, the, the gist of the world finals are modifieds, late model sprint cars. Yeah. Okay. So not having modifieds, late model sprint cars, is it really the world final? No, exactly. And then when you realize that our state of North Carolina only allows 7% of people, okay, and and the late models were pretty solid, the sprint cars were pretty solid, the modified world, they didn't race this year. Yeah. So you're not coming down here to crown a champion because they didn't even have a point battle. And so you can't have all three divisions, you won't have mm-hmm. the modifieds, and you won't have fans, but let's have a world final. You can't, it's not the world finals. No, the, it's just like we did in Knoxville, exactly. Right. Yeah. It's the same thing as Knoxville, it's not the Knoxville It's not Nationals. the real thing. So I get it, and then, but then you get into the, uh, well, I bought tickets for the world finals. Well, you can get those refunded. Well, no, but I want, it's, it's, I don't envy anybody putting this all together. No, absolutely not. I mean, it's 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 crazy. And you know, I, I, this is not to get not even getting political, but the whole seven percent thing. I went to the Charlotte airport and flew out the other day, and Man, there's not seven percent. There's <laughs> oh, my, oh my god! I can't get the the flight. Was, I felt safe and it was cool, but the airport itself, I was blown away. It's the you, closest I've been to people, and I was trying not to be close to people. We go we go there sporadically. Holy. I mean, sometimes in the morning, yeah. there are times you go there and it is. <laughs> Oh, my God, there's so many. And then there's other times you could take a shotgun and fire it down True. some of the terminals. And so, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't understand any, any of it. Of it. Okay? I really don't. I had a conversation. We are, we are already behind schedule, okay? <laughs> um, my daughter uh, got coronavirus a month and a half ago. Yeah. Okay? And I was talking to Mandy Pittman at Lakeside, and, of course, it's, it hit their family. Yes. Okay? And Mandy looked at me, and and this has been my sentiment exactly. Mandy looked at me, and she says, I swear I know less about it after we had it than when we didn't have it. <laughs> I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat with my daughter. Yeah. And, you know, I did the two-week quarantine, and we did all of the stuff we're supposed to do, and, and, and I don't know. I don't even under I, – I, I'm – I like like Mandy said, I know less after dealing with it than not dealing and with I it. And I feel like so do politicians and scientists. So like, if it's ding, the ding, same ding, thing. Ding. People, like, are we going to have another round? Makers. Are we going to, is this so, going to last And, and the problem summer? is, these are yeah. decision yeah, makers. Yeah, great. Yeah, awesome. exactly. Now, the, the random nature of it. Yeah. You have families where 50% of the family get it, and the other 50% don't get yeah. it, and they're all hanging out. And then you get a negative test, a positive test, a negative Well, there's viral, that, too. Like, yeah. You know. Yeah, because, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we got it's, off the rails. Yes, but. it's 2020. Let's get to our classic <laughs> screen printing and embroidery hot topics, Okay. Uh, this was so cool. I actually had the chance to get to Lakeside, okay? Was not going to get there because we yeah. had trucks in Arca. Then they moved the trucks to Saturday, which was the whole David Gravel sh- shuffling cars around. Yeah. And then Thursday night, they sent us a note that Arca not racing at 730, they're racing at 5. And I'm like, giddy up. Yeah. So I got to uh, get up there to Lakeside Speedway, arrived during time trial. So I didn't get to hang out in the pits beforehand. I love hanging out in the pits beforehand, but uh, did get to see some folks and uh, I saw a happy Shane Stewart. Uh, yeah. This was so Watched cool. Watched on Dirt Vision. This yes. was so cool with him. Of course, Jason and him were close. Yep. And, and um, so, and him driving for Jason and picked up the win. And, uh, and, and of course, we, uh, Shane's going to join us. Yeah. Because 2020 has certainly been 2020 ish for him. Uh, you're in, you're out, you're, it's been so 2020 for him. He started a porta potty business. That's how bad it's been for him. 
So uh, we'll talk to Shane Stewart a little bit later on. They uh, went to Lake Ozark Speedway, and I love this story, James McFadden, second uh, win. James was talking about how him and Jason, when Jason would come to Australia, they were hanging out down there all the time. So really, really neat. This was the Jason Johnson classic. Um, James, talk about 2020. Comes and runs Volusia, goes back across the pond to race down there for, because the World of Outlaws, remember, they had from Volusia to Texas. Yep. They had a long downgrade. So James goes and does that, and then for five months, he can't get out of Australia because it's 2020. So good to see James McFadden get the win. Uh, Lernerville was A.J. Flick. Um, Lincoln Speedway, Danny Dietrich, his eighth win of the season. Uh, Freddie Raymer, his career first Lincoln Speedway championship. His father is an 11-time champion at the track. That's pretty cool. That is really neat. Yeah. Just saw where uh, Dietrich had planned on coming to Charlotte, but he's not going to now because Rachel's due date is the 16th of November. And so it's a little close, and we know it's 2020. <laughs> you know, I mean, Danny's like, eh, maybe we just need to stay close to yeah. home. So, um, so, but, 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 so, congratulations to Danny, eighth win of the season. Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour Friday night. Sam Hayford Team Junior picks up the win. Sam's going to join us here in a little bit. Roger Crockett, first win of the season. The Rocket. The Rocket, exactly. Um, I, I can't believe we've gone this far before Roger Crockett got yeah. a win. He won Devil's well. Bowl last year. But when you think about it, there's only 17 races. I was going to say, there's half the schedule. Yeah, yeah. so, um, and uh, USCS was in Chatham, Louisiana. Uh, One thing that has certainly been a constant in 2020, beyond Kyle Larson winning, which he won a Silver Crown race this weekend, uh, is Mark Smith winning his 20th win of the season. Uh, So, and he did, he did, he has, uh, okay, this, Mark is a really buttoned up guy. Yeah. Okay. You know 2020 has everyone off the rails, okay? Because Mark did a photo shoot of himself like a runway walk. Oh, I saw that. Did you The yeah. NGK runway, one yeah. of his sponsors. Yeah. He said, the world is upside down when Mark Smith is doing photo shoots acting like a runway model. Um, that's how weird things are. Yeah. Um, but... So, yeah, he picked up his 20th win. And this one here is, I, I, I just wish we had more time in some of these shows. 15-year-old Connor Leffler from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, one of the sprint car hotbeds, just like Connecticut and Massachusetts. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, a oh, hotbed yeah. of the hotbed. Um, Connor Leffler, his third win of the season with USCS. We could get Pete back on to talk about. Well, Connor. there we go. We should get, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we've got, uh, we can get Pete on to talk about it. But um, he was had, very high on him when we had yes, him. On. He, yes, he is. So, um, but Connor Leffler, I actually talked to uh, Connor at um, Cherokee, the place your mama warned you about. Okay? <laughs> I talked to Connor. Great, great kid. Great family racing. Yeah. Now, just trying to sort it all out. Just trying to figure out how they how they do it. But he um, he kind of he kind of got running carts and got into the uh, got into the. Um, the quarter midget deal, mm-hmm. and that's how uh, a guy in sprint car country ended up. So with quarter midgets, they would go to Indiana yep. more than stay in South Carolina and run late models, and that's how he got the sprint car bug from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Oh, how about that? Interesting. Well, background right story right there. Are you kidding me? Come to Wing Nation, you get the story on what's going on. Yeah, 
Um, so, uh, so there you have it. So, uh, great, great stuff across the board. Uh, we are getting down there with there's fewer and fewer things happening, but, yeah. um, you know, what we've seen has been good. That is for sure. You know, our friends at Classic Ink Screen Printing and Embroidery, they are offering a full custom driver apparel and crew wear options, full service embroidery department, specializing in headwear and outerwear, and they have an experienced design team and a dedicated sales department. Yep, and it's not just for racing, local businesses, school districts, sport teams, you name it. Sheldon Honshield, Donnie Schatz, Danny Dietrich, David Stremming, Liesl Chassis, Tony Stewart, Brian Brown, the list goes on of people who use ClassicIncUSA.com. Yes, indeed. So check them out. Hey, by the way, now is the time to get your 2021 apparel plan put together. I'm, you you think I'm you think I'm if not. you've got your ride well if you got your ride and you've got silly season and everything else sorted if out if you are one of if those if you are one of those yeah with silly season this year you're right uh, that's a very but, good point but that said you're going to need a whole new line of apparel they're going to need a whole new line of apparel so go to yeah. www now's the time to do it because what happens is is that there are Backed a up. percentage of the people that two weeks before Volusia they will say um someone who who scheduled Volusia in February. Volusia's been scheduled. We we okay. We run in the same thing around here. It's like, who scheduled the Daytona 500 two weeks from now? And we're all with our hair on fire. It's the same way in sprint car racing. So you get with Classic Inc. now, and while everyone else's hair is on fire, getting ready to go to Volusia, you're sitting there just unpacking boxes and getting ready to go. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. www.classicincusa.com. We mentioned Danny Dietrich picking up that eighth win of the season. Had to pass Tyler Ross and Bradley Howard. The fabulous Lincoln Speedway, the final night of the season. My old buddy Wayne Harper with the call on Flow Racing. And now for the Drydeen Death-Defying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. There are your three leaders down the backstretch into three and four. Howard's still your leader. Dietrich has moved into second as he gets past Ross, and he will challenge for the race lead. Danny Dietrich, your new race leader. That death-defying move was brought to you by Drydeen Diesel All Death, the official death of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydeen.com for more information. Power isn't born, it's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. It is Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires. We are in the Hercules Tire studio. Let's go to the Dry Dean Hotline. Joining us fresh off from a trip to Victory Lane, Shane Stewart is on the line. I uh, won Friday night at Lakeside. Hello, Shane. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Thank you. Appreciate it. Always uh, good to talk to you guys. Well, I'll, Always. Tell you, 
Yeah, always good to chat with you as well. I uh, While I will enjoy our conversation today, Shane, I enjoyed our brief chat Friday night after the race a little bit more. Congratulations. Man, you guys, boy, A-plus all across the board, race car, race car driver, everyone was on point at Lakeside on Friday. Yeah, it was. Uh, obviously, one of my biggest wins. Um, you know, I, I put a little added pressure on myself going into that deal. For a couple of reasons, obviously, uh, wanted to make everybody proud uh, with the JJR group. And, and I know that they work really hard at representing their sponsors uh, well. Uh, I know Phil works uh, really hard at, at trying to make his cars fast every night. And obviously, my ties with Jason and, and um, it was it was almost a fairy tale uh, win, honestly. Um you know, to jump into a car that I've never driven before and work with Phil, who I never worked with, uh, and to jump in there and, and to get a, a win that quick. Um, testament to to all the hard work that, that the crew guys uh, put into that operation and Bobby and and uh, Phil and, and, of course, all their sponsors. And uh, definitely a huge win for me. Um, it was it was special and, and uh, still, still one of them things like, you know, you're laying in bed and you're thinking about it and you're like, man, I cannot believe I just won an outlaw race in, in the JJR car. So really cool. Shane, when you talk about hopping in that car, never having been in it, working with JJR, how, I guess I'm curious about like, you know, the competition, the level it is right now with the world of outlaws to be able to hop in a car, to be that fast, to be that confident and comfortable in it. What is that like? Is it is it um, comparing it? I mean, you've obviously been extremely fast in Bernie's car this year, but you, you, you mentioned that the team is organized. They are, you know, working with Phil was great. But how how good is that team, I guess, is what I really want to know, to be able to do what you did on Friday night? Well, I think some of it was fate, um, to be honest. But, you know, I, but, you know I, I've watched Phil for many, many years. Um, there's not a guy out there that's going to outwork him. Uh, and I've seen Jason build that team starting back when, you know, Paul Silva and I raced with him uh, on the ASCS tour uh, and then where he's he, where he took it from that level to the to the world of outlaw level. That's a huge step, especially, you know, when you're when you're doing it um, on not really on your own, but, you know, making your team grow and, and making it bigger um, to be able to be competitive at the ASCS level. And then to be able to be competitive on the world of outlaw level, it's just a huge jump. Uh, and they did it well. Um, you know, obviously Jason and, and Phil had some big wins and, but I got to see that process take place. And I know how much hard work that, that those guys devoted um, to making that car fast. But I, I, you know, a lot of it, um, you know, we made a few adjustments after hot laps. I, I didn't feel real comfortable with a couple things and, and Phil just jumped on it and, and um, I got real comfortable really quick. So that's just a testament to, to how strong that team is. And I said in victory lane, I've, I've followed and chased uh, that 41 many, many laps. And uh, it was really cool to, to be able to put it in victory lane. Jason is a guy who has never driven a race car. Um, but, but we all have things that are so important in our life. When, when you get certainly through a project or through, a, a, for me, a NASCAR race and something, you are like, man, this is going really, really good. When was that moment on Friday night when, when you're like, whoa, wait a minute, this could turn out really, really good? 
uh, when I when I lined up for the AMA. Really? <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh man, like my car is is, you know, normally, you know, obviously you can't determine on where the track's going to change, and yeah. and uh, I felt really really good in the dash, but. Sometimes you feel good in the dash and you line up for the A and you're like, oh, man, I wish we'd have done, you know, a little bit more here or there. But when I lined up uh, to, to catch the, the pace truck, I felt like I had a really good car underneath me. And, and I, you know, at that time, I thought, you know what, if I can just do my part, I feel like we're going to have a legitimate shot at winning this race. And and uh, I got – Brad was coming. I, I didn't realize how cl- close Brad was until I watched the highlight, but – um, you know, there was a point in the race where, where I was, you know, I ran the bottom in three and four most of the night or actually the whole night. Uh, but there was a point in there late in the race where I thought, you know what, I might need to move back up, uh, because I felt like I was, I was slowing down a little bit, uh, in, in, on the bottom of three and four, but, um, everything just worked out well for us. You said when you lined up for the race, I'm, I'm, I'm getting into really tight details here. So you do the four wide salute or when you're catching up with it. So you're actually, you're actually taking that opportunity to, to feel out the race car. And, and as you get behind, as you race up quickly to get behind the pace car, you're getting a feel for what you have, correct? Oh yeah. Yeah. And honestly, you do it a couple of times, you know, when you're actually lining up to, to do the original two wide before you go four wide, oh, yeah, okay. um, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've raced enough sprint cars now that I just know, like I, I can tell when I have a really good car underneath me. And there's some nights where you line up uh, and you don't have a, a good, you know, straightaway or you don't have a good corner to, to fill your car. But I was able to, to get through a corner with a little bit of speed. And, and I, I felt like my car was going to be pretty darn good. And, and it was, it was, it was glued to the track from from lap one to to lap thirty, and and as a driver, that's all you can really wish for. For sure, Shane. On an emotional level, you hit on a little bit in the in the first answer, but you and Jason were very co- close. And I always think about when when he won the Knoxville Nationals, and it, you were like one of the first people to him to congratulate him. Uh, how obviously you probably can't put into words, but how much did it mean to win in in that car and to share that this this with your family with Bobby and I know that Jax and Nixon are buddies. Like how, how cool on an emotional level was it to win in that car? Uh, huge. Yeah. Huge. Um, honestly, my, I feel like my career is complete and I know that sounds kind of uh, corny, but uh, it, it was just a big win for me. I mean, just to get the opportunity for one uh, and then to go out and win a, a race uh, when you know, you're only in it for two nights. I mean, that's, that's pretty hard to do. Um, and you know, just a, a, a huge accomplishment, not, not just for me, but for the whole team and, and, um, you know, of course, Bobby, and, and like you said, you know, honestly, so when you go up and down the road, you travel and there's not many people that follow every race, uh, on the world of outlaw tour. There's only a handful of us. And of course, you know, Jason and I had some big, we had some big rivals back in the day with ASCS and, uh, you know, and then we always, I don't know what it was, but we always remained good friends. And, and even though we could beat each other up on the track a little bit, it seemed like we could always forget that. And I, I didn't ever experience that with any of the other drivers throughout my whole career, uh, that I could do that with. And then of course, when we both started running the outlaw tour, we split the t-shirt trailer together and, and our kids grew close together and, and, uh, you know, then the relationship really got strong and, and, you know, something that, uh, you don't 
want to take for granted, but sometimes you just don't realize it until, you know, something happens and you're like, man, like we really, really had a good relationship and, um, you know, something that I'll cherish for, for the rest of my life. But, you know, it's funny too, because Nixon, you know, Jackson and Nixon don't get to see each other very often. And we hear Nixon uh, talking on her, on her fake phone. And we're like, who, who, who are you talking to? Oh, just talking to Jack, just seeing how he's doing. <laughs> so, you know, that's a bond that, that I'm, I'm happy that was, was made and, and hopefully they can continue to have that bond as they get older. Well, Jax was not there on Friday night, but and you were up doing an interview inside the truck. So, uh, but but Nixon and Darren's two daughters were down at the car, and the good news is they made sure they collected some mud and some confetti to take to Jax the next day. <laughs> that's that, right. That's that, right. That's like real. That's that really cool, cool right yeah. there. So Jax got you his confetti and some mud. <laughs> that's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, that. You know, there's a group of kids that are all pretty close in age, and, um, you know, they've got a pretty tight bond because they see each other every day, and at least through the, the summer months, uh, and it's good to see. You know, that that's part of it that makes it enjoyable to be out on the road because there's nights where you wish you were at home doing something different, especially if you have a, a spell of bad races. But, you know, when you see the kids playing together and you see your wives, you know, talking to the other wives and having a good time, it makes you forget about, you know, the, the bad races that you've had. So it's it's good. Yeah, no doubt. Shane, uh, Aaron and I were chatting uh, before we brought you on. Um, we do not understand why you do not have a ride. Okay. And I'm, and I'm just, okay. And, and, and so and I'm going, yeah, I'm going to ask you why, because you jump in Bernie's car and you are at the front of the field all the time. It mm-hmm. seems like, okay. I, I mean, I know there's bad nights. We all get that. Then you jump into 41, and here you go. You're 500 in that car. You, you, you won your first night. How f- is it frustrating? How, how do you handle this? Seeing you're, you, you go, you perform, you're a two-time winner in the Outlaws on a very limited schedule this year, and yet we don't really know what's going on as you go forward. How, where are you at with that? Yeah, it, it's frustrating. But, you know, I could, I could see all this coming. You know, unfortunately, with today, you know, and 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 you you noticed it at the bigger levels, and it took a little while to to trickle down to our level. But now, like, you have to have money. You know, if you're going to go jump on that law tour, unless you're going to start your own team, which you you obviously have to have money to do that as well. But if you don't have money and you're going to go say, you know, I'm going to go run for who knows, like another team that's been on that law tour, those those teams expect you to bring money uh and it's not it's not ten thousand dollars right it's 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 decent decent money that's the hard part um and i just i struggle with that because i was in a situation early on in my career where i worked really hard and i got you know car owner sponsors and and i did this and i did that and then one day the car owner was just okay, I'm, I'm ready to go do something else. And I was standing there with my helmet bag and I'm like, what the heck just happened? And so I just told myself, I'm like, you know, if I'm going to make all this work, I'm not going to go. I didn't ever feel like it was my place to go find a sponsor for a team. Mm -hmm. I felt like it was my job to go try to win every night, work hard when I'm, when I need to work hard and, you know, give it a hundred percent every night. And I felt like I've been able to do that now times have changed and and I get that but 
it's just difficult to go try to track down two or 300 grand, um, you know, to take to a team and, and go run 90 races on the outlaw tour. And, um, you know, that's kind of one of the reasons why I don't have a full-time outlaw deal. Now I can probably continue to do what I'm doing, jumping in from, you know, different cars and, and making a schedule out of it. But man, that's hard too. And uh, so, honestly, to answer your question, I, I I don't know what my next steps are racing wise. Um, I've got a couple business deals that I'm working on, and and you know, I think, and I and I'm assuming it's the same for other drivers. Like you get to a point in your career where you're like, well, okay, is this it? And then you have to go through the process in your head, like, okay, what if this is it? Are you going to be okay with that? And then, you know, because I've raced, I've raced since, uh, professionally since 99, 2000. So, and then it's like, okay, well, what am I going to do? And I, I can't go sit behind a desk because I haven't, I've never done that. <laughs> so then your head starts working and you try to put together deals and, and you know what, what's crazy is, I can't remember, I may have been Paul McMahon said something the other day on Twitter about never burning a bridge. Well, you know, when you're done racing and you can go back to some of these people that, you know, had money that helped you along the way, whether it's a car owner or a sponsor, and you bounce ideas off of them business-wise and they give you ideas, but they're still talking to you because you didn't burn that bridge. And uh, there's just a lot to be said about the people that you meet going up and down the road, the people that's helped you throughout your career, and, and the things that you can bounce back on and get different ideas from some of those people. and and hope that it turns into another, you know, business venture of some sort where you can continue to make a decent living. And uh, I've been, you know, hey, no matter what happens, I've been really blessed. I've had a great career and, and you know, I'm going to continue to try to work hard to see what I can put together. But I'm mentally, I'm pretty good about, you know, if this is it, then I'm I'm going to be okay with that. Funny you mentioned Paul McMahon because I had a podcast last week with Paul McMahon and it sounded very, very similar. So um, <laughs> it's just it's and, and and Joey's been through it. Darren's kind of somewhere yeah. similar. You're all you're all kind of dealing with all of this stuff. Shane, I am telling you, it was a uh, it was a pleasure being there on Friday night watching you wheel that car. And uh, wherever you go, whatever you do, as far as your next venture goes, uh, we certainly wish you the best. I, I, you're in the 71 this weekend, right? Back with Bernie this Correct. weekend. Okay. Yep. Uh, so yeah. So Parker Price uh, and myself will be uh, in in two seventy one cars, and then uh, same for uh, the what was going to be the World Finals, but the two races there at Charlotte. So cool. I'll end I'll end the year uh, with with Bernie. There you go. Well, we wish you the best with those races and and wherever it takes you. But we appreciate your time today. Greatly appreciate it, guys. Thank you. There you go. Always a treat. Yes. You always you always have a better day when you when you've had a conversation with Shane Stewart. Agree. And that was great stuff. So we need to step away. Uh well wait a minute. We got to talk about one of our friends first here before we step away. <laughs> um the mules, the HRP mules, exactly. The absolute number one pit utility vehicle in sprint car and midget racing is a custom mule conversion from HRP. Now, it starts with a solid platform, dependable, good-looking Kawasaki mule, and it's customized and built to each customer's specification. There's options like generator, air compressor, shock and radius rod racks, amazing toolboxes and drawers, LED lighting, walk-on roofs, and more. HRP mule conversions perform, outlast, and maintain their value better than any other utility vehicle. Stay with us. Sam Haferchief. He joins us after this break. Power isn't born. 
It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Hey, Ashley, what are you up to? Oh, I just stopped by to grab some sage fruit apples. Now I just have to decide which ones. You can never go wrong with a Honeycrisp. They're light, crisp, and full of perfectly balanced flavor. Oh, hey. You could always go with one of their classics, the Gala or Fuji. They're both sweet and juicy. Grown in the heart of eastern Washington, Sage Fruit Company works hard on the farm and with their retail partners to provide high-quality apples and pears to consumers all year long. Well, I couldn't decide which ones. Thanks for the help, guys. I'll race you to check out. It is Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires Ride on Our Strength. 2020 has been an interesting year for sure. Interesting in that the ASCS National Tour had 17 races. That's different. What's not different is the guy that won most of them, <laughs> and he joins us now on the Driving Hotline. Uh, Sam Hayfertip Jr. joins us. Hello, Sam. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Yeah, it's always good to be on. I'm glad you guys uh, called me. It means good good things were happening for me. Yeah, you know, this year, as I said, was just awkward, weird, tough, difficult, challenging 2020. Um, but just describe being able to, uh, you know, to make some chicken salad out of maybe what we were all dealt this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it wasn't uh, the most optimum year, but, uh, you know, you still still got to uh, make your money and, and pay your bills. So, uh, it, you know, it ended up being half decent for us. Uh, we, we made the best out of what we could with the 17 races that gave us. Sam, I know we've talked to you a few times throughout the year with all these wins you've had, but I know the beginning of the year you guys talked about 410 racing, COVID hit, kind of went back to what you obviously know and know very well and winning your fifth championship. But what is it like to go back and, and run with the ASCS? I mean, obviously you know the, the series well, the competition well. But each year, the competition seems to me stronger. Yeah, I mean, we've got, you know, a lot of people don't understand it, I guess, very well. But it's a pretty deep field, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, it might not have, like, superstar names like the Outlaws and and such, but uh, it's a pretty deep field. You know, those guys, uh, normally when outsiders come in, usually usually the ASCS guys are right there with them. So, uh, you know, they're definitely, definitely, you know, none of the guys that we race with are uh, definitely bad for sure. I mean, we've got a lot of really good competition and, and uh, you know, just uh, like I say, it's normal for us because we race with them all the time. But uh, there's a lot of people, you know, kind of under the radar that people don't really know about. Sam, uh, you, we were in a little bit of a bind a couple years ago because we like to talk to big race winners, but you went back-to-back on us. Okay, We talked to you after you won the Hockett McMillan Memorial, and then you go back, and the next week or two, you go win the Short Track Nationals. And, and I want to go back to that Short Track Nationals. Mm-hmm. And honestly, looking at that race, that had been one that, uh, that statistically had probably been a, a little bit of a thorn in the side. How neat was it to finally check one of those big ones like that off from the, uh, off from the win list box? Well, you know, once we did that, you know, there's a, I don't know, you never feel complete as a race car driver because you always want more. But, you know, there was a sense of, you know, finally, you know, even even though it rubbered down, you know, in the race or whatever, you know, rubber down wins, I mean, you always don't feel as good. But uh, even though it did that, it's still still a race that we won finally. You know, it's uh, I, I felt like we've been in position so many times to win that race. And 
just something happened or, or whatever the case, like, you know, like through the course of the years, I felt like I should have won it four times and, you know, we've only won it once. So, uh, like I say, it was good to just finally, finally get it, get it done no matter how we did it, you know? And like I say, just a sense of like completing something finally, you know? For sure. Sam, when you look at your, your championships, obviously racers, they, they love to win races. And even when we talk to drivers during the year, they say they don't focus on the championship. They just want to win races. But what does that do for your resume? I mean, five consecutive championships with ASCS, obviously it helps sponsorships, but it's got to help just confidence in, in yourself and as a race team. Yeah, you know, I don't, you know, like it, it's really what it means to everybody else. You know, we go out and we race and we do the best we can. And, you know, I don't know where ASCS championships fall on somebody's radar, you know, to us. And to us, you know, it does definitely mean something special, but, you know, we don't, we don't know how the rest of the world thinks. We just we do the best we can, and and uh, you know that's that's the that's a, that's a you know the the championship we're going for, and you know like I say, we do the best we can, and you know whatever everybody else thinks of it, you know that's what they think. But uh, you know we feel like it's a, a great accomplishment to to do anything five times in a row. You know it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, you know most people go through their whole careers, you know, having trouble winning a race, and you know. And, and you know, matter no matter what level it's at, you know, it's none of it's easy. And uh, like I say, for us to have done it five times in a row, like I say, it's really special. And and uh, you know, I think honestly, after that, you know, we're we're gonna definitely be looking forward to. You know, we, we feel like we've accomplished a lot in the ASCS, and we're definitely gonna be looking forward to. You know, definitely doing our trying this four ten deal out. Uh, we've got plans to hire some guys over the winter time and, and uh, get our program just solely formatted around 410 stuff. I don't even think we're going to have a 360 motor in the shop next year. Well, I, I, that, that, I, I've kind of wondered because you've always kind of had that fallback and some, and, and, and maybe just getting rid of it all might be the, uh, might, might be the catalyst. Keep it going. Hey, but before we get to next year, the balance of this year, are you, are you, you know, what, what do you have planned between now and snow flying? You know, it's really hard to say, you know, with the world final bill kind of doing what it did. Yeah. Uh, we've only, we, we would only have one truck driver to get there. So it takes us two days to get there, two days to get back. And so four days of driving for a two day race. And, you know, I don't know what the first format's going to be. I don't know what the car count's going to be. You know, we thought about doing that. Um, we, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that we really have to get kind of in motion for next year too. So yeah. we might, uh, we might maybe run a, a regional there's a there's a couple of regional shows left here at creek county at the end of the month we might do that uh if Bossman says we need to get to charlotte we'll get to charlotte you know i don't think it financially for us is a smart thing to do but uh you know if he wants us to get down to charlotte and and, and kind of get uh get our feet wet down there you know we'll, we'll do that uh just kind of up in the air right now with with the news that we heard yesterday yeah no doubt it's it's mm-hmm. caused everyone to rethink wherever whatever we whatever we thought we were going to do um up in the air i think that kind of describes 2020 i think you put a big I think <laughs> yeah, you, that just kind of describes what we've all been through this year and sam uh what we've been through is a lot of good conversations with you so we appreciate the time today but throughout the course of the year we appreciate getting you on the shows and chatting with you we wish you the best wherever you race the rest of this year as you build for next year yep. and uh, we wish you the best and can't wait to chat down the road sometime yeah, thanks a lot for having me on, guys. Uh, like I say, it's always good to talk to you guys. There we go. Sam Hayford, Team Jr., 
your 2020 Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour Championship. As we mentioned, Sam is the championship there, won eight times in 17 features. Top five were Sam Hayfordteam Jr., Roger Crockett, Scott Boguski, Blake Hahn, and Harley White. Regional racing continues uh, this weekend. They're in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Then he mentioned Creek so, County. Creek County in... and Sepulpa coming up later on this year. I think that's Halloween wow, weekend. Wow, you said it without any. Sepulpa. There we go. <laughs> yeah, love it. Um, no, it's um, it's cool. So you can find out more information at www.ascsracing.com. That's ascsracing.com. Our Hall of Fame birthday calendar and a whole lot more coming up next. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. It is wing now. Oh my gosh, we get chatting here, and Craig is in there. Craig, Craig is in there going ten seconds, five seconds. You all need to shut up when I tell you to shut up. Just shut up. That's right. Shut up and talk. Wait a minute. Shut up and talk. How does that work? Oh boy. Exactly. Um, yeah. Hey, the auto industry is the backbone of America's economy, and Ford chooses to invest more in America because of its rich heritage here. The Blue Oval employs more U.S. hourly workers and assembles more vehicles in America than any other automaker by a wide margin. So whether it's a Ford dealer in Kentucky or a technician in Indiana or an engineer in Michigan, we're proud to have them as part of the team. Ford built for America. Yeah, really cool news from Ford in that Chase Briscoe yeah. gets the opportunity. Right. Uh, Chase is one of us. Yes, he might be one of those guys that spent more time in the non-wing world, uh, but a sprint car driver, uh, son of Kevin, grandfather built sprint cars, a uh, great lineage there in Indiana and sprint car racing. Uh, Tony Stewart's number 14 car, yeah. a great lineage in racing with the 14 <laughs> to A.J. Foyt. And uh, was just announced today, officially, last night, Chase was given the honors of breaking the news himself. Uh, Chase Briscoe takes over the 14 car. That's the Ford development program at work. Yeah. Bringing a driver through the ranks, uh, through the trenches. And uh, so really cool. And I know everyone uh, had a little time. There's a media event this morning. Mark Rushbrook from Ford was on there. And they are just glowing with their development program because it has plucked Chase Briscoe out of the... Dirt tracks of Indiana and put him in a Premier Cup Series ride. I just think that's awesome. It's a great story. Uh, and and Tony likewise. Tony was glowing because this is you know Kevin Kevin Briscoe. Yeah. He you know and it's there's just a Tony's whole lot. Roots, yep. There's a whole lot of good with Chase Briscoe getting the ride in that 14 car. There's also a whole lot of good right off from turn number two at Knoxville. Uh, birthday calendar for the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame and Museum is located out there. John Ambler, uh, yesterday, the birthday calendar has Dave Argerbright coming up on Thursday. Um, Dave Blaney has a birthday. The old Buckeye Bullet coming up on Saturday. Jack Miller on Sunday. 
the uh, Gordon Woolley today, and how about this one, okay? There are times when I look at the birthday calendar and I have a sense of who the person is. Sadly, there are times that I don't have a sense, but that's why we have the Sprinkler Hall of Fame and Museum. And then when I read it, I'm like, how in the wide world of sports does this guy not know this? Okay, (laughs) Floyd Trevis. He is a charter inductee into the Sprinkler Hall of Fame. That means first class, 1990. Born in 1906, he was a legendary IndyCar and Sprint Car builder. In 1961, we just mentioned the 14 car. Well, A.J. Foyt drove his Bower, uh, Bose, seat, uh, Bose, seal fast. Bose Seal Fast. There we go. <laughs> um, Sprinter to the win at the Indianapolis 500. How about Old Blue, that Bob Weikert Sprint Car with 146 wins in the early 70s with Kenny Weld at the helm? Uh, that was built by Floyd Travis. Wow. Yeah. 1972 and 73, Knoxville Nationals and National Open Champion. I made a list of the drivers, and it's just Jan Opperman, Tom Bigelow, Gary Bettenhausen, Sheldon Kinzer, Keith Kaufman, Lou Blaney, Dave Blaney, I mean, Mitch Smith, Kenny and Gary Weld, Lynn Paxton. I mean, this is unreal who has driven his cars. Yeah. Paul Pitzer. That's our man for all. We met. Have you ever known anything about Paul Pitzer? Oh, we did. He was a Weikert driver in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul yes, yes. Pitzer. Paul Pitzer knew one speed on the, the gas. gas. Okay. He is the one. We told the story. It's in some of our Weikert shows. You can go on YouTube and check this out. Okay. Pitts is running a big one mile track in Atlanta, Georgia, dirt track with a non wing Weikert car. Yeah. USAC race or, or whatever it is. Pitts goes out there and right up next to the fence, right up next to the fence, just hauling mail with that car. Fastest car there. Everyone is raving. He comes in, climbs out of the race car. They look at the cage, and there's tree branches on the cage, <laughs> trees that hung down over the racetrack, and he trimmed their shrubs for them while doing that. That's Paul. He didn't, That's even, know he hit the tree. He didn't even know he hit the trees. <laughs> That's Paul Pitzer right there. He wheeled one of those cars. So Floyd Trevis. Birthday would have been today, passed away in 1994, but his story lives at the Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. You can get your Christmas shopping done at SprintCarStuff.com. And Aaron, they've got the Sprint Car Raffle with the EMI Chassis Speedway Motors. Man, that that is quite the deal with the SprintCarRaffle.com. It sure is. You get your tickets yet? Uh, I've got a couple I bought somewhere, sometime, someplace along And we're going racing if you win, right? If I win that thing, we're going racing. Yeah, exactly. No, if I'm going winning, if I'm in that, I'm going to be like Well, Sam- come on. We have to at least test it out with you first. And yeah, because can... yeah, we know how the mule ride went with HRP with well, the mule ride. Luckily, there's not another seat. I won't have oh, to go with you. it's not a two-seater? It's not Thank a two-seater? Thank God. I would okay. not get in a two-seat spring the... car with you. I can't believe she said that. You can? Do yeah. you remember how the mule went? The mule ride was fantastic. Yeah. Oh. I thought the mule ride was well. Now, <laughs> you and Mark Weber might have had, that's F1 driver Mark Weber might have That you almost views. ran over. Well, yeah, but, well, almost, but I was in complete control the whole time. It didn't feel like it. Here we go. Okay, there you have it. Easy now with the <laughs> easy now with the sound effects, too. We don't need to make this any worse than it is. So, uh, yeah, so our friends at uh, Sprint Car Hall of Fame, we appreciate and love those guys and gals as well. Hey, speaking of Christmas shopping, wingnation.com. We have your apparel. You can go right over there and get your apparel, get your hats. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and our YouTube page. Coming up this week, Rico Abreu joins us on our podcast on Thursday and on our television show on Rev and on Mav. TK, Tim Katie. <laughs> Rum 
Vodka and beer were all discussed. Shocker. Yes, I know. There's a big shocker. So surprised. Oh, thank you to Sam Haferteep and Shane Stewart for joining us here on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires. Wing Nation has been brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Watch Wing Nation Saturday mornings on MAV-TV. You can also find Wing Nation on wingnation.com or your favorite podcast provider. Wing Nation is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All right. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F.com.